Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass. Just tuning in. Didn't hear Lamar Jackson. Named today as the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. 321 yards, five touchdowns against the Dolphins. That performance, coupled with what he did against San Francisco, probably has sewn up MVP number two for number eight. Yeah, I, I mean, Bob, if it doesn't, uh, who who else? There's, he, he'd have to play Saturday and not play, Yeah, which he's not. But he'd have to play and be dreadful. Throw four interceptions. They've already clinched the division in the number one seed. It's not. There's no one that's even in Signed, the conversation. Signed, sealed, delivered. Nobody's even in the conversation. So yeah. another player of the week for Lamar Jackson, as he's made clear, and he'll talk to the media later today, it's not about individual accolades. He wants that elusive Super Bowl ring work left to be done, like taking on the Steelers coming up on Saturday, a game that we don't think he'll be playing in. But Mike Tomlin's going to be part of of that equation, head coach of Pittsburgh, 17 straight non-losing seasons for Coach Tomlin. They can still get in the playoffs. We'll get to that scenario here in a second. But here's Tomlin talking about number eight and what he brings to the equation. The quality of Lamar Jackson's play has been exceptional. He's done an awesome job, uh, not only of late, but throughout the season, just being at the controls of what they do offensively. The prudent use of mobility that he displays, uh, it's spectacular. He's their leading rusher, um, but he just does so in a really efficient manner. Yeah, ditto. I, you know, I mean, what you can't really say anything negative about Lamar if you're opposing coach. The only thing that he can say is, "Oh, we're we're glad he's not playing." Quarterback rating of 102.7, 24 touchdowns, and this is assuming he doesn't play against the Steelers, 67.2 completion percentage, 3600. 78 yards so career high in that area quarterback rating was 110 111 in 2019 but his importance (laughs) is uh not understated it's not lost on the rest of the league and it's not lost most importantly within that locker room well and i think not only people around the league but his teammates everybody knows that he's in charge of the offense and i think his players teammates and coaches know bob the effort that he's put into being in charge and running that offense and why they've improved. Because we don't hear anything about, oh, he's playing video games all night, all that. No. 
he's watching film all the time and studying film, so he's become a much better pro. And there's no more quarterback gurus that are outside of the organization. It's yeah. kind of uh, Raven-centric T. Here. Martin is his yeah. guy now. But no guys in Florida, no Ditos or things like that. No guy coming on the field in right. two days. I mean, it's uh, guys associated with the Baltimore Ravens. So Lamar having a brilliant season, not done yet. But again, we don't think he's going to play against the Steelers on Saturday afternoon. To that point, Mike Tomlin was asked about preparing for the Ravens, not really knowing who's playing just yet. We prepare for their best, and so that makes that conversation uh, less significant. We better be prepared to defend the best of them or, or stop the best of them. And a component of what they do is schematics and is not necessarily people. And so we better be ready for the schematic component of what they do. And so that's not a big deal for us, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, schematically, they're going to do the same thing offensively and defensively, whether Lamar's playing or not playing. So, like Tomlin says, they they got to be ready for that. And that's what they're going to get. And they're going to get a really good effort from the Ravens. I promise you that. Because they lost to him last time. The Ravens lost to the Steelers. So they're going to want to win that game. And they're going to coach it to win this game. And they're going to do whatever it takes to win this game. And it would not shock me one bit the Ravens win this game. Because their quarterback is they're, – they're going to turn the ball over at some point, especially with the way the weather is going to be. Hey, Lamar doesn't go. Tyler Huntley's out to prove things to people. Hey, he had a nice touchdown. He, you know, I mean – this guy that's played in a playoff game might be playing for his next destination. We don't know that. Pro Bowl Gordon, quarterback last year. Melvin Gordon third. He's yep. going to run hard. He ran his ass off the other day. Tylen Wallace, Laquan Treadwell, whoever it might be playing. Bait. Uh, yeah, they're going to be out there trying to do some things. And given the fact that it is a rivalry game, you know, beating Pittsburgh, ending their season, there'll be some level of joy there as well. I oh, think. I think they would be extremely happy if they can win that one. Spitty at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan, but Mason Rudolph, he's still the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's won two in a row, been putting up some big numbers in the process. Mike Tomlin explains why he's sticking with the veteran. You know, he's done a nice job. Like I mentioned when we inserted him, he's got a great deal of confidence in himself, and it is real. I think it's contagious. He's aggressive in style of play, and, and I think that's helpful, particularly when you're up against it. The calculated risk-taking associated with the pursuit of victory is important, and he's displayed those things. But it's more than, than obviously what he has done. It's what um, we have done or that collective has done. We've run the ball extremely well over the last two weeks. Uh, no doubt. They ran it for 202 yards against Seattle. They ran it 46 times. So if you're having a successful running game, what's that do? It takes all the pressure off the quarterback, and that's what they want because a lot of times he's just dinking and dunking, and then he'll take a shot every now and then and Pickens or you know somebody's going to Thompson, Thompson somebody's going to make a play and end up making some yards. He threw for two sixty eight, you know, last week. But the biggest thing is is he's not turning the ball over. And you mentioned uh, George Pickens' his last two games, 195 yards, 131 yards. So after every game with Trubisky or Kenny Pickett, it was him having temper tantrums there on the sidelines and you know not blocking because he doesn't want to yep. get hurt. I haven't heard that for two weeks. And coincidentally enough, he's getting his targets and he's putting up these big numbers as well. Yeah, no doubt about it, Bob. And, and what's going to be interesting is with the wind and the rain – 
you know, how that's going to – who's it going to affect more throwing the football? You know, does it affect Rudolph or does it affect Huntley more? And with the run game, who's better at stopping the run? Video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Kenny Pickett is the starter, air quotes, for the Steelers. But he got hurt. It was in protocol, missed a few games. He was cleared to play. And a report came out of Pittsburgh that he refused to be the QB2 last week against Seattle. Here's Kenny Pickett responding to that report. I saw reports out there that I felt like we were attacking, you know, my character and how I am as a person, not even getting into a player standpoint of it. Um, there was no talk of me being a backup quarterback this week in terms of being a two. Um, if I was healthy enough to play and the trainers and coaches felt like I looked good enough to play, I was going to start and play. They believed that I was not, which they believed I was not. I was not going to dress and suit up for the game. Um, so whoever reported that, I don't know where it started. Um, it's kind of crazy what people were writing and put out there. That was for the Seattle game. Right. Correct. Yeah. So he wasn't, uh, it sounds like, you know, in his words, he wasn't cleared and ready to play. So, I mean, Bob, there's so many people, so many things that people can put out, so many websites and stuff. Um, a lot of times, you know, I've been through all that. I, I I don't believe a lot of it. Now, he has been cleared, and he will be the QB2 this yep. week against the Ravens. And then finally, T.J. Watt, he's a very good football player. I don't know if you've noticed this over the years, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to see him up close at personal Saturday afternoon. But the Steelers need to win, but they need some help, and he's aware of that, right? No feeling. Um, Obviously, you'd like to get in on our own with not needing help. But at the same time, um, I'm not going to feel sorry for ourselves for being in this position. Uh, We just need to take care of our business. We've been in this position before. And like I said, if we don't take care of our business, none of it matters anyways. Basically, they they need to win, and either Buffalo or Jacksonville needs to lose. Yeah, and those games are sunned. So they got to sit and wait. They'll be home watching on TV, find out if they get in or don't get in. Yeah, and Jacksonville needs to win to you oh, know, yeah. get their division. And Buffalo, obviously, they need to win to win their division. There's a lot of importance in that. Well, because Saturday night, Bob, either Houston or Indy, one of the two is going to win. And then if Jacksonville loses, they're out, correct? Isn't that what it is? Let's or is see. Houston in automatically if they win? Jacksonville clinches the division with a win. Jacksonville clinches a playoff berth with a tie and a Pittsburgh loss. And all that stuff. So yeah. basically, win. Well, you know, how your about business. Houston Indy? Houston, uh, they will win the division with a win and a Jacksonville loss. Okay. They will clinch a playoff berth with a win. Okay. And the, they're basically in the same – the Colts and Houston, same scenario. The winner of that, Jacksonville loses, gets the division. Yep. The winner of that game clinches a playoff spot. That'll be a good one to watch so, after the Ravens. So Pittsburgh's going to be nail-biting – if they beat the Ravens on Saturday night yes. going into Sunday. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, we'll look at Week 17, our picks. Got to get updated there. Then we'll look at other playoff scenarios in the schedule for Week 18. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Woman Crush Wednesday. It's at WGK Law Phone Lines. Rest or rust for Lamar Jackson. We're all saying rest. I don't see what playing a quarter does to knock off any rust. If you want to explain why that would benefit him, we are all ears for you. And then Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense, their performance against Miami coming up around 1.30. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You can pick your friends. We just become best friends. Yep. You can pick your nose. There was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinny and Haney can pick games. Football pick them. 1057 The Fan. All right. Couldn't get to it yesterday because we were chock full of sports talk fun. But let's look at our picks for last week, which included three college games and the NFL slate for week 17. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, and Nolan McGraw. Nolan was off. Last week, so he wasn't here live and in person to roll through this exciting segment that we call our pick segment. But you're back now and doing some intel. You got all the information you needed, right? I did. I went back. I listened to the segment. Electrifying. Uh. Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) So, Nolan McGraw, before we get into the results and look ahead a little bit to this week, tell everyone the standings. I'm assuming Vinny has already clinched and has broken out the bubbly in the clubhouse. They've already put the plastic over the locks. Trying to put the finishing touches on, trying to hold, well, really just me off. What am I up, six? uh, Bob, at the time, prior to this week, uh, Vinny was up seven on me, 15 on Bob. Uh, Vinny, just shy. You are 199 correct picks, so just shy of cresting 200 on the season. Well, that's very impressive. Just shows you how many games we pick. Yeah, yeah. a lot. How a many lot we get wrong. And how many we forget, <laughs> too, as a matter of fact. Let's go back to the college games, and we'll start with Auburn versus Maryland, Nolan. Uh, well, Vinny and myself here were not believing in the Terps at the time. They were underdogs, what, five, six-point underdogs yeah. at the time. Uh, Vinny, or again, myself, picked Auburn. Bob, you took a chance on the Terps, and we're rewarded. Yeah, that's kind of like the old uh, Abba song. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Fear the turtle, baby. Third straight uh, road win, or bowl win, I should say. Football playoffs there, Bama, Michigan. Yeah, Vinny, and you, Bob, you were riding with Michigan. I went with Alabama. Legit thought they had a chance there. It should have won. Kind of gacked that one away. Uh, but not to be in overtime, not to be. Made old Milrow's life miserable all day long, that's for sure. No, had he not fumbled, though, a couple possessions prior, late in the fourth, 
I think they finish that drive. Alabama does, and probably run away with it. In regulation. Well, how about if they if they Michigan makes right. a field goal or doesn't drop the uh, punt? Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, I got pinned on the one, yeah. and then Miss the one snaps, led yeah. direct yeah. to points. And then finally in the Sugar Bowl was Texas against Washington. Got my revenge here. I took Washington. You guys had Texas. Hell of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penix Jr. on fire in that one. Four hundred thirty yeah. yards. Which yeah. sets up the championship game of Michigan and Washington coming up on Monday. Wolverines are favored in that one. We'll do our picks for that one, of course, on Monday. All right, NFL, Jets and Browns. That was Thursday night. Yeah, everyone was believing in Joe Flacco, but yet again, just Joe, no fear. Willing to throw it downfield, take chances. He doesn't care if he turns it over a couple times. They're still going to win. Fighting Flacco's clinch a playoff spot with a win. Detroit-Dallas, most controversial game of the weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah and... Uh, Bob and myself should be even more livid. We had the Lions in this yeah. one. Vinny was with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to treat. We got violated. Yes, you did. In the end of that one. Uh, Bills in New England. Yeah, I don't think anyone would be daring enough, even Bob, down by as many as he was, to take <laughs> the Pats in this one. Although it was, I mean, closer than... I yeah. think we all thought it should have been. Josh Allen didn't have a really good game. They're right. not spanking these teams. Nope. They've been big favorites, and they're like barely hanging on. But wins are all that matters right now. Uh, Chicago and Atlanta. Yeah, Vinny and Bob had the Bears here. I went with the Falcons. Uh, yeah, done with the Falcons. I'm going to do an early prediction. It's January 3rd, 2024. Bears are going to make the playoffs next year. You got that on tape, right? I, I think so. New head coach, new no, quarterback, nope, nope, nope. running Keep back, improved team. Yep, oh. improved. Bears going to make the playoffs. Next Thought that year. was supposed to happen this year. I kind of just jinxed them, but it is what it is. Colts and the Raiders. Yeah, Vinny had the Raiders here. Bob and myself with the Colts, who are uh, still very much alive with Gardner Minshew. Mm, yep. Rams and Giants. Everyone had the Rams in this one. Barely. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Arizona, Philly. Well, but, we all uh, thought uh, the Eagles would bounce back. They needed a. A convincing win, and they are struggling more than anyone in the league right now. And don't they have locker room issues, apparently, yeah, according AJ to reports Brown's there? causing a lot of issues in the locker room. I guess his 100 catches and big salary is not enough for him. Never satisfy everybody, I guess. Tampa and New Orleans. A little victory lap for me here. I took the Saints. Bucks. Stumble. They were hot coming into that game. Baker it. was slinging Baker it around. it up. But, uh, yeah, sometimes those division matchups, weird things happen, but... I'll take my Saints there. And they could still win the division with a win this weekend. Tampa, that is. San Francisco at the Commanders. Easy. Easy one to pick here. 49ers, we all had them. Jacksonville, Carolina. Same thought process here. Panthers. Well, uh, Tepper, he was David Temper on Sunday. Ah, There you go. (laughs) I like how the guy's going to climb up there and beat his ass. See, rich people think they're above ass whippings. You poke the wrong bear, you're going to get beat down. You know what's crazy? He got fined 300K. Yeah. Which is, uh, he's worth 22 bill. Did he apologize? No. No. Still radio silent? He apologized for being uh, too passionate, I believe. (laughs) And and Norm, you know what's crazy is is Tepper and um, the Cleveland owner both had been in Pittsburgh for a long time as owners. Yeah, and they've learned nothing. Yeah, because they're about as silent as it gets. Conservative, yes. Houston and Tennessee. We all had the Texans in this one. A little bounce back for them. Got their quarterback back. Makes a big difference. Seattle and Pittsburgh? Everyone picking C- uh, Seattle in this one. They really needed it. Uh, but Steelers go in there, run wild, as we talked about earlier, and keep themselves alive in the process. Seattle looked like they didn't really want to play. 
Chargers at Denver. Bob, you had the Chargers in this one. Trying to Well, no Russell Wilson. Not that that mattered. I remember correctly you were taking the uh, stick over Stidham. (laughs) Stidham versus the stick was the big debate. Yeah. Vinny and myself. Uh, Bob got stuck. Yeah, I got stuck with stick. Kansas City and Cincinnati. Everyone had the Chiefs in this one. Green Bay, Minnesota. Uh, I took the Packers, so did Bob. Vinny, had the you Vikings. had the Vikings in yeah. that one. And they Green, stunk up the joint. Green Bay wins their in, and then Miami and Baltimore. Everyone had the Ravens, but no one daring enough to predict a uh, historic blowout where the Ravens scored uh, their most points at home in franchise history. But I guess if I'm looking at the scores here, uh, Vinny had the biggest margin of victory. 31-21. 31-17 as of uh, thir- seven, uh, oh, okay. Thursday. Yeah. So updated standings on the week. Vinny was 12-7, and seven, Bob and myself 13-6. and six. Not a lot of movement, but I'm now six games back. Bob, 14 games back with one week to go. So Vinny's got to go 0 for the weekend, and I have to be perfect, basically, to pull the stunner. We throw in some other... Some other picks? I don't know. Yeah, we can do something. Then we get to the playoff uh, picks there in a couple of weeks. Well, next week, quite frankly. But let's look ahead to week 18. Steelers-Ravens. Steelers minus three and a half. So the odds makers don't expect Lamar to play. Houston at the Colts for the division, perhaps. Definitely for a playoff spot. Yeah. Houston minus one on the road. Browns at Bengals. Cincy minus seven. I guess no Flacco in this game. Vikings at Lions. Detroit minus three. Jacksonville's at Tennessee. Jags win. They win the division. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites there. Jets at Pats. New England minus two. Atlanta at New Orleans. Saints minus three. Tampa at Carolina. Tampa minus four-and-a-half. Bucks win. They win the division. Bears-Packers. Green Bay minus three. Green Bay wins. They're in. Broncos at Raiders. Raiders minus three. Eagles at Giants. Philly minus five. Seattle at Arizona. Seattle minus two-and-a-half. I'm kind of leaning towards the Cardinals in this game right now. I mean, what do they have to lose? You know what I mean? Kansas City at the Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half. No Mahomes. Rams at 49ers. San Francisco minus three and a half. Cowboys at Commanders. Dallas minus 13. Dallas looks to win the division here. And then the, the game of the weekend, Buffalo at Miami. Winner of this game wins the AFC East. Bills minus three in Miami. Yeah, with Chubb being out, you know, and what's what's Waddle's deal? If Waddle's out too, that'll be And Mostert didn't play last week. Yeah. A Shane had a hell of a game, yeah, though. And we'll go over good things. Eighty-three yards rushing at the half. We got that coming your way next, as a matter of fact, everybody. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense. I mean, Miami did make some things happen, just like San Francisco did yep. the week before, and the Rams did a couple of weeks prior to that. So do we have a defense problem heading into the playoffs? Vinny's film study coming up next. Funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw, and then inside access take. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's over to Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 on The Fan. All right, Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Ravens blow out the Dolphins 56 19 as they lay uh, waste to the team that right now looks to be the AFC East champs, depending on their outcome against Buffalo coming up Sunday night. But in the second half, Miami's offense was virtually non existent. Yeah. Now, playing without key contributors, Vinny on the O line, no Mostert, no Waddle, but still, Baltimore defensively did what? to make uh, Tua Tungaviola yeah. miserable well, Sunday. Well, let me just say, like, overall perspective, um, first half, I didn't think it was very good. I mean, they gave up, like, almost 250 yards. They gave up 100 yards rushing. And A-Shane had 83 yards, averaged 8 yards a carry in the first half and had some some catches for yards, too. And Tua took it right down the field that first drive. Bam, bam, bam. You know, at least the Niner game, same thing happened. It was chunk, 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 interception. This was chunk, 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 touchdown. So th- this one was a little bit uh, scarier situation. So defensively, when we talk about it, they've they've got some issues in the run game on the edges. Who's not doing their job setting that thing right now? Well, the thing is, is, you know, and the Rams, Niners, and Dolphins, they all did the same thing because they have that little bunch set tight, all right? And you know more times than not, they're they're coming, going to run outside. And like Oway, and then whether it be a corner or whoever else is down in there, hooked, hooked, block down, block down. I mean, and and you got to cross face. Oh wait, they they ran to the defensive right side all day, and had big plays all day. And that was either oh wait, I'm not. I don't think Clowning was out there, but uh, Millet got hooked one time, and then the linebackers didn't get there. So that was that was concerning to me. Just like all right, if the guy's blocking down. I got to swim across. I got to get to, I got to fight my ass off to get outside. And that's what they, they've got to do. Because, Bob, we've talked about that all year long. All year long, the edges has been been weak. And that's three times now they've given up over a 100-yard rusher. And, and statistically, they keep dropping down. You know, I mean, they're still great in everything except run rush, run defense. And Pittsburgh... Last week, they ran it 46 times for 202 yards, so they're going to hammer it down your throat. All right, let's look at individual. I thought Michael Pierce did some nice things in there on the inside, but he's just a small area guy, you know, and, and I he could have had a sack on the one play that Tua underhand, you know, got the, the incompletion. Uh, that would have yeah, been yeah, a yeah. Pierce sack. Um, Matabike. I, Matabike, I, I just... He chases. He does. He kind of does everything right. He'll he'll you know get hooked every now and then, but more times than not, and he got a sack also. Um, Oway Oway got his sack. I think he was offside, Bob. I mean that was quick to the 
quick to the gun, man. Yeah, even the announcers were yeah. saying that, too. Yeah. So, Oway, he's got to get better on the outside stuff. And and I thought Jadavian, Jadavian, like that first series, man, he took that left tackle, walked him right back. I, I think the thing that they did, Bob, early on, although Tua took it down, bam, bam, bam. And then they start hitting him a little bit. And then you could see, like, his accuracy was kind of off. Because what did he start, like, 5 for 5, and then he was 5 for 14 after that? So, I mean, they started hitting him, Van Oy. Van Oy, you know, he had some juice. Clowney had juice. Because um, Van, Oy, Van Oy and Clowney, they're going to beat most tackles with their knowledge of the game and their moves and their counters. That That's, that's what makes them so good. Now, with um, Queen, I didn't think Queen had a great game. You know, I mean, he laid on the ground a couple times with his shoulder, so I'm guessing his shoulder is bothering him. But he got caught inside a few times and took bad angles. And, like, when they were completing those balls early on, Bob, the middle of the field was open. And, like, what happened after that then, the linebackers got deeper to close those gaps and made it that much harder for Tua to throw it in there, and what's he do? He overthrows it, throws the pick. So, but I, I didn't, I didn't think Queen played as well. Roquan had a beautiful interception. Yep. He need, he needed more tack. I thought he would get. I thought those two would get a ton of tackles because the linemen don't get up to the linebackers and they they're able to run. So I, I thought they would have more numbers in that game. But Roquan, you know, you fool him at the beginning of the game. All right. You know, then he read those eyes and made that. I mean, it was a huge play in the game, that interception turned it around. And so was Stones, you know, because that was right after the Ravens had fumbled. Now, Roquan, seven tackles, though. Yeah. I mean, normally Roquan is a double digit machine. Yep. And so is Queen. In the last couple weeks, they haven't been. So I don't know, you know, if they're a little beat up or what. But in this, in this, if they're both playing on uh, Saturday, as much as Cleveland's going to run it up inside, they should have a, t- a ton of tackles. <coughs> now, <coughs> secondary-wise, every whoever was active got to play because every all hands were on deck. I thought Geno Stone he missed some tackles, had a nice interception, but he's very instinctive back there. I thought Ronald Darby played well. You know, and, and I, I think he's always around his receiver. He's batting ball or knocking balls down. But I, I thought Darby hung in there and played very well. Uh, Rocky Sin, I think he stinks, Bob. I mean, I've never really been a Rocky Sin fan. He's good for a PI a game at least. He's good for a deep ball a game. Um, tackling is just okay. But it is what it is. I mean, that's all they got. And they're going to go after him. Now, uh, I thought Arthur Millette, you know, I thought he, he played. A little bounce back action yes, for him. Yes, it was. You know, because he'll tackle. That's the thing about him. And he's got good instincts and he shows up. And that, you know, you hear his name. You hear his name. Um, so that's what I like about Marcus Williams, Bob. I mean, if he didn't get the interception, I didn't think he played very well. I didn't think he tackled well at all, you know, and he still got, can't use both hands. Um, other than the interception, I wasn't really impressed. I mean, those in routes and stuff, he was not covering. And, and the one time, did you think, like, with the tight when the tight end caught the one when he went down for the guy's legs, 
if you dive across, don't you? Aren't, you got a better chance to knock the ball down than instead of just kind of trying to dive at the guy's legs. That's what I thought on that one. But I, I, I didn't think uh, Marcus had that great a game. Now, in the second half, you know, I mean, they were up 28-13, I think, at the half. So then, I mean, they just couldn't stop. I mean, the offense had the ball, you know, what, 11 minutes in the fourth quarter, and they had the ball quite a bit. So I I just thought that uh, the offense dominated in the second half. And defensively, I'm, I'm just nervous about the run game, Bob, because it's been for a while now that people are running running on them. When, when, when the Ravens have gotten pressure and stuff, they've uh, – They've done well. They've done well, especially with those quarterbacks, the shorter quarterbacks. Now, you know, the the because McCaffrey had over 100 yards, and Shane had a, over 100 yards. Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams had over it. So, and they're running edges and right up the gut some. So, the guy's got to get off the blocks better, and that that's that's the big thing. That's, that's about this whole defense. That's the only thing that scares me is – the run defense consistency. Ravens right now rank 13th in run defense in the National Football League. We'll have a more comprehensive stat breakdown tomorrow. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan Woman Crush Wednesday. We'll come back, take a trip through the Funhouse, Nolan McGraw, then Inside Access takes over at 2 here on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti on your home for sports. 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Final song. Stevie Nicks, stand back. Maybe it's a fight song in our own little world here. Tomorrow, Total Request Thursday. Vinny's off Friday. So we got keys. We got stats. Steelers film. Yep. Why were they successful running the football against Seattle? Do our picks for the final weekend of the NFL regular season and everything else going on with the game. We're going to hear from John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, and all the people that speak today. Whatever sports news over the next few hours takes place, we'll look into that as well. Maryland losing last night to Purdue as the Terps struggle again to put the ball in the basket. Maryland's five-game winning streak comes to an end against the number one Boilermakers. They now uh, get a few days off, at least game-wise. I'm sure Willard's going to work them Quite hard to get ready for Minnesota coming up Sunday in Minnesota. So I'm guessing, Vinny, if it's going to suck weather-wise in Baltimore this weekend, I guess it in Minnesota, probably not going to be all that great there either. I would probably think not. Yeah. So I, I, because they'll be flying out on Saturday. And they got the Gophers right now, 10 and 3, 1 and 1. In the Big Ten, a game you can hear on 105.7 The Fan. And we'll get into that one on Friday when Keith Cavanaugh joins us. But Kevin Willard's Turtles having a rough time scoring this year. Julian Reese, no points that uh, you're not going to win much with uh, your second best player not putting the ball in the basket. But we still got a couple of months to see if Maryland can get things straightened out there. We're what? A month and a half from spring training, believe it or not. It's like I'm going to blink. Then I'll be doing BBT. Yeah. Baltimore baseball tonight, live from Pickles. Getting you ready for hopefully the Orioles repeating as American League East champions. But we can't get too far ahead of ourselves because the Ravens still have another game left. And we're going to be talking about that a lot over the next 48 hours. But right now, Nolan, you ready to get out of here? You're a busy man. Funhouse. Quick draws, Funhouse. Okay, all the way. Here comes the 
The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I like that quick draw. 105.7 The Fan. First one here, Texter says, the only question about the MVP race is, will it be unanimous or will some curmudgeon voters throw in a McCaffrey or Purdy vote? I would imagine so. I would imagine they would. I mean, Richard Sturman's still all on the McCaffrey train for MVP. I mean, what did they say? If Lamar wins it, it would be the MVP winner first time with a, a touchdown total below 30 or something like that. I mean, just if you look at just the stats, obviously people 50 years from now might look at it and go, oh, what what was that? But if you watch the games, pretty obvious. Like, yes, yeah. defensive coordinators. Right. What's most valuable mean? Most fancy stats or fake him off that team and your team sucks. If you're just like, if you're just going with your gut and just saying what I've watched, you know, not knowing stats or anything, I mean, he dominated every game. Yeah. And he's one player, one player of the week again today, by the way, everybody. But he's done it how many times this year? Three? At least twice. Yeah. The Lions game. Yeah. yeah. Well, come on. Come on, man. This What's one, all the hubbub about? Kevin in Randallstown says, uh, I'm definitely sitting Lamar. I don't want to hear anything about rust. These professionals know what's at stake. Just look at Bradley Chubb out there in uh, garbage time, a meaningless game at that point. We all saw what happened to him. Worst case scenario. Yeah, I think we're in, we're in agreement with all that. With Lamar. Jack Not with everybody. Yeah, Jack and Perry Hall here says fans act like this week is uh, like the preseason where you play everyone. It's not. It's a game they want to win. They will have their best players out there. They should have their best players out there. This shouldn't be about looking to get guys play time, look at see who's good or who isn't. I, I think it's going to be a <clears> – <throat> some are going to play a quarter, some are going to play a half. I think it's more about um, – Getting the guys healthy, and if they have an incentive, they got to reach. Then get them out at the proper time. I think that's more about because you know what? After if if the Steelers win, Bob, are we even? We're not even talking about that on uh, Monday. We're talking about you know who they possibly plan in the playoff because sure. that game means nothing for us. Mm-mm. Nope. That okay? Everybody's health. We, we made it through. Everybody. That's what we're going to be talking about. It would just be icing on the cake to end Pittsburgh's season. Yeah. Yeah. And the Ravens definitely. I mean, still want to control the game because if that's the case, then you know you run the clock, keep guys healthy. Last thing you want is you get into the second half, injuries start popping up, and now guys that you were resting have to come back in because nobody's out there now it could be a really i mean if they're going to run it 50 times and the ravens are going to run it 40 this could be a two and a half hour game three nothing exciting game (laughs) take that that with no injuries Uh, like the iowa hawkeyes bob yeah last one here from chris ranked team says uh (laughs) if you remember earlier in the season lamar seemed to zero in on flowers at times even with andrews on the field uh, I think what we're seeing the past couple weeks, a much more professional passing scheme that is more focused on attacking the defense's weaknesses rather than looking for specific players. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I just think Lamar's getting more comfortable and he's getting more confident. And I, th- I think he's getting really comfortable in the offensive system. 
1057 The Fan. That's going to do it for us. We're back tomorrow at 10 o'clock for Total Request Thursday. Inside access coming up here, ladies and gentlemen, in a matter of minutes. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you in the morning. For now, class dismissed. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 